Hey y'all, and welcome to the Anxious A Girl podcast, the podcast for the girls who know their word and know who they are but just can't seem to control their anxiety. I am your host, Akira Horn. I'm going to be teaching you how to manage your anxiety through nutrition and lifestyle tips. So if you want to learn how to be more confident, more intuitive, and more authentic, and just how to be that bitch, take notes and stay tuned. Hey y'all, and welcome to the Anxious It Girl podcast. My name is Takira, I am your host, and I am a registered dietitian that focuses on mental health. The Anxious It Girl podcasts are for the girls, yes, the girls, who knows that they are that bitch and that they are confident in themselves, but they want to either become a better version of themselves, or these are just for the girls who are just starting their self-love journey. I am going to be sharing wellness tips in order to help women learn how to nourish their mental health and become more authentic, more confident, and more intuitive, while also expanding their knowledge on real nutrition education and general health, and not no bullshit that you be hearing on Instagram and TikTok. No, I am a dietitian. I have my bachelor's in nutritional sciences. I have my master's in dietetics. I I've worked as a dietitian for over two years now, so I know what the hell I'm talking about. And I am also an it girl. I am a Leo. I was born July 28th. And everyone that I know tells me that I literally act like a Leo, but I'm not like selfish or um, toxic. Well, at least maybe I was a little bit toxic back in the day, but I'm not toxic anymore. At least I don't think I'm always working on improving myself. And this year took me on a huge self-love journey that I am now excited to share with you all. I've always been a pretty self-centered person, but when I was younger, it was kind of in a more selfish way. But now it's in a way where it's more like I'm just focusing on myself and prioritizing myself and doing things that I want to do, saying no, no more people pleasing or any of that shit. But at the same time, I also dealt with a lot of issues that stemmed from low self-esteem, low self-worth, and not really internally feeling confident. From the outside, everyone may have thought I was very confident and I was like this very outgoing, popular person. But on the inside, I definitely struggled with a lot of self-hatred that stemmed from some trauma I dealt with growing up. And because of these issues, I've always been a very anxious person, but Growing up, I was pretty emotionally detached. I still kind of am emotionally detached. Um, and I never really paid attention to my emotions or really had any um, emotional intelligence, honestly. Like, I never knew how to regulate my emotions. So I just never really talked about anything uh, in regards to my mental health. And I honestly didn't, never even knew that I had anxiety up until sophomore year of college, junior year of college. I think it was sophomore year because that was my hardest year of college. That's that's when I first realized that I had anxiety. But otherwise, I never even took anxiety seriously. I was just like, how do you have anxiety? Like, who cares? Because when I was younger, I literally did not give a shit about anything. Am I even kidding? Like, from te- all, all throughout my teenage years, my childhood, um, early adulthood, I just never gave a fuck about anything. So I would just go through life just doing whatever and not really caring about my feelings. And But when I was more younger... Um, I didn't really care about other people's feelings that much either, which is really bad to say, but that's just how I was, um, just from, like I said, like I said before, just trauma that I grew up dealing with. Um, but either way, this manifested, um, into anxiety, into adulthood that I recognize. But as a kid, I've always had anxiety. I just didn't know that it was anxiety. And my anxiety was to the point where it was obsessive and repetitive and just always constantly overthinking and checking myself and making sure that everything is right and that all my ducks are lined in a row and that everything's all organized. So basically it was just undiagnosed OCD. 
And I can say that now because I actually was diagnosed with OCD by my psychiatrist. So now I'm able to realize that the things that I was dealing with from when I was younger up until now was something that was actually serious. And because I didn't, I never told anyone about it, no one ever knew. So now that I'm coming out like, oh, mental health, anxiety, everyone's like, well, what the fuck? Like, I thought she didn't care about these things. But no, I do. And I was actually... Oh, triggered by a significant event in my life that took place this year that brought me on the self-healing journey and made me realize that there's a lot of things that I need to work on in regards to my mental health, and I'm starting that now. But this whole podcast episode, for the first episode, is going to be talking about a funny-ass story that happened to me when I was younger that I um, I share now with people. But as a kid, this was a very anxiety-inducing story, but I didn't realize it was anxiety. So this is my first real anxiety experience, right? And this story is honestly kind of fucking crazy. It, it doesn't really sound like a typical normal story. But basically, I grew up in Brooklyn, uh, specifically Crown Heights, Flatbush area. And the school that I went to was not a good school. It was very bad. Like, there was constant fights and just bullying and a lot of crazy shit going on all the time. And in second grade, my class had a teacher who left like the first week of school. We don't know why she left. We don't know what happened, but she left. And if y'all know, at least this is for schools in the city, like um, more in suburban areas, it doesn't really happen that much. At least I don't think because I moved to a suburban area and I was younger. But living in the city, urban area, Brooklyn, once you had a substitute teacher, no one was behaving like literally no one gave a fuck everyone was doing whatever they wanted to do and just like it was a freaking free-for-all so in second grade we lost our teacher don't know where the hell she went but we ended up having a whole bunch of substitute teachers after that and this class was just like hell like we were literally the class from hell the kids in this class were bad as hell. I was bad as hell, even though I wasn't even raised to be bad as hell. I was just trying to follow the crowd, and, you know, I had a lot of people-pleasing tendencies, so I just wanted to fit in, and, you know, just whatever. So, this, mind you, this is second grade. This is not even, like, fifth, sixth. This is second grade. People in my class, we were um, were kissing each other and just doing a lot of crazy things that second graders should not be doing. And in second grade, I kissed this guy in the closet of the classroom but obviously I didn't know anything about kissing or about sex or about anything in regards to these things I was literally how old even second grade like I don't even know how old he was second grade seven or eight either way I kissed this guy and y'all when I tell you I felt guilty about this kiss for three years after that bro like y'all don't even understand I literally thought that I was pregnant I thought that this kiss got me pregnant and I was scared for my life for three years straight after this kiss. Literally from second grade up until fifth grade, I was convinced that I was pregnant. Like I like <laughs> it's funny because I told my family the story years later and they all laughed at me, of course, and my friends think it's like the funniest fucking story. But y'all, this was the most anxiety inducing situation for me in my like whole entire childhood. Like I used to literally in the middle of class go to the bathroom and check my stomach to see if I was pregnant. And y'all, I used to cry. I cried so many times, so many nights thinking I was pregnant in second grade. And I used to pray to God that I was not pregnant. Oh my gosh.
I would always like make sh- like see if I'm feeling any symptoms. I would always be feeling my stomach acting as if I'm pregnant. Like I was so scared for my life that I was pregnant and I was scared that my mom was going to find out that I was pregnant and that she was going to beat my ass. So I literally was having physical symptoms of like stomach distress, stomach aches, feeling nauseous, having headaches because I thought I was pregnant and I didn't know when the bump was going to show or when the baby was going to come. But from second grade up until fifth grade, this is how I felt y'all. I'm not even kidding. And the only reason why I stopped feeling this way, um, was because I moved out of Brooklyn to Jersey. So at that point I was like, all right, no one from my past life in Brooklyn is going to be in Jersey. So there's no way that I'm going to be exposed for being pregnant. That was legit how I got over the situation. Like that's when I stopped believing that I was fucking pregnant. So that was a part of my childhood. (laughs) That is (laughs) literally crazy. Um, but that was my first anxiety story from childhood. Um, and it's funny now, but at the time for me, it was not funny because I was fucking stressed thinking that I was pregnant, but Hey y'all, I am not pregnant. Woohoo. So that's good. And of course I have other stories from childhood and teenage years that were very also much anxiety provoking. Um, but I don't think any of them were as funny as that one. So I wanted to start off the podcast telling y'all that story and sharing it with you guys. But that's what my little fast ass guess was trying to kiss guys in second grade because who the hell does that in second grade? Second grade, I feel like, like especially back in the day, this is what like two thousand. Oh lord, I don't even know two thousand five. This is when Beyonce came out with Irreplaceable. I remember that because that was really my song. But whatever year that was, that's when that happened. So I just feel like that was very fast of me. But hey whatever. I mean, afterwards, I wasn't that much of a fast kid. I wasn't doing anything in third, um, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, seventh grade. I was calm, but second grade, I don't know what that was about. Everyone was just kissing each other. So I was like, fuck it. So if you had a childhood of similar trauma, which I doubt it was similar to thinking that you're pregnant in second grade, or but just a childhood where you were always overthinking, you were scared of being in trouble, you were a perfectionist, never wanted to get anything wrong you never wanted to do anything wrong you always wanted to make sure that everything you did was right you probably are now anxious as fuck but that's okay as long as you know um what's going on with yourself and that you are self-aware enough to know that you have anxiety that's great because for years I went on not even knowing that I had anxiety because I was so detached from my own emotions and my intuition that I never even acknowledged ever how I was feeling or really ever talked about it up until a few years ago actually so if you are here clearly you are self-aware since you're on my podcast so congrats so stay tuned for the next episode I'm not going to be dropping these like once a week or on a scheduled basis I'm just going to drop them whenever I want because I know I'm going to be dropping multiple in a week maybe one a week but like I don't want it to be so structured I'm not that much of a what's the word I guess a tightly regulated person at least not anymore um so with that being said thank you for tuning into my first episode even though it probably was not anything that you expected it to be but don't worry we're going to be getting to more topics later on in a future episode so stay tuned y'all and thanks for listening to this episode okay bye